brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before and all who will come after. Jema. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, McLean McGowan. And as I sit here, this is my last full day in Tennessee. I've been here for the summer, and it's been a really magical place to hide out with my children and come back to a sense of homeostasis at my mother's house with my mom. Soon after we arrived, my stepfather passed, and so it's been a really beautiful and poignant time to be with my mom and she's in heaven with my girls and they love her so much. So it's been a really interesting portal of time. And now it's time to go back to our life in LA and I'm sitting here just ruminating over the last three months and how in a sense it was truly a way for me to escape the riots and the chaos and the physical chaos and all that is in Los Angeles right now and really pull back and focus on my spiritual practice, my spiritual work and being super calm with my kids. And we've just been outside. We've been swimming all day in nature, pretty close to a strict quarantine with my mom, but seeing some friends, seeing some family, you know, and wherever you are, you are right now, right? During these pandemic times. But It has felt more open and free here. And that's been amazing for the kids, you know, to to not feel stressed out and to spend most of their day without a mask on. So I'm having some big feelings about heading back, but I just wanted to share some of the things that I've been reading this morning that really have helped me to harness the energy of this Leo new moon, the new beginning, the courageousness of heart, the bravery. It's helped me to step into that. So I'm actually feeling really good as I pack up all of our clothes, books, computers, art projects, all the things from the past three months and pack them up to send back or bring back with me. And I'm feeling pretty positive. And per usual, I just did a card pull for us. The Earth Warriors Oracle Guidebook by Alana Fairchild, which I share pretty much every episode now, I pulled a card that I've never pulled before called Pacha Karmak, Nourishment of the Soul. So it's really speaking to nourishment in all forms for the mind, body, and soul. And I think it's worth hearing. So for any of you that this speaks to, here it is. You are granted the gifts of fertility, creativity, and earthly abundance to support all needs for nourishing body, mind, and soul and to live your life fully and be capable of manifesting your divine purpose. Give yourself permission to be nourished. This includes your body and also providing your heart, your mind, your soul with what they are hungry for. 
meaning sweetness, divine love, and permission to be authentic. When you feed yourself that which truly nourishes you, wisely and generously, you shall become one who can also feed the world that for which it truly hungers. So it's that thing, you know, of the oxygen mask, putting it on yourself first as a mother. And when we fully embody nourishment, when we fully are living in our authentic selves and giving ourselves what we need, we then can share that with other people. But if we just try to share from a place of lack, doesn't ultimately work. And it certainly doesn't have lasting effects. It goes on to say this might be a time to explore and experiment with nutritional wisdom that suits your body at this time. It could be for a finite amount of time. Our nutritional needs change over time. So not being stagnant in a specific belief system around food or body nourishment. Um, Ask the questions and you will be told what best will serve your body at this time. There's so much goodness here. It also speaks to food is a matter of spiritual importance and without proper nourishment, which heals the body, illuminates and informs the mind and fortifies the soul. We undermine a healthy relationship between the spirit, the mind, and the body. If the body is out of balance and the mind filled with fear, then the attempts of the spirit to move your life in the correct direction will be met with resistance, anger, and defiance. Denying the needs of the body out of a misplaced sense of spiritual consciousness is not going to further our spiritual cause on this planet. thought that was really interesting. So it's of utmost importance to respect the mind, body, soul, slash spirit as all equally important. This requires unlearning the social pressures to dominate the body and mind and practicing guidance and responsiveness that has at its heart disciplined balance with loving relationship. Step-by-step, with moderation rather than fanaticism, and by experimenting with what suits you rather than what suits another are ways to work with nourishment wisely. And this can include changing our daily habits, our spiritual practice. You know, do you need to nap? Do you need to rest more? That's a big one. Do you need to cut out caffeine? Do you need to cut out booze? Do you need to get off pharmaceutical meds? You know, really looking at your habits and your patterns and what might be filling one of the three things, but is harming one or two of the other. And then therefore you actually are out of balance. So, you know, in the West, we don't look at the mind, body, spirit as equal parts to one sum. And I think it's truly important that we come back to judging ourselves that way. The body or the mind is no more important than the soul or the spirit. Finding what works for you can only happen as you begin to listen to the body, to your mind, and your soul, listening as if your spirit were a caring and wise parent. And this is the healing process. You can bring your hand to your heart. For my spirit, I say this truth. I am grateful for the gift of this mind, body, and soul, which allow my spirit to experience the gift of a human life. May I be assisted in all ways to discover the best and most beautiful ways to nurture all aspects of myself. May that inner nurturing flow into all aspects of my life, helping to nurture all life around me through divine wisdom and grace. May all beings be fed with what is truly needed through divine grace and courageous, wise use of free will as human beings. So be it.
Mm, that's a beautiful one. So on this Leo new moon, it feels exciting. It feels powerful. It feels courageous. A um, couple of people's posts on Instagram, I wanted to share just some of their wisdom. Brooke Lightstone, who was on a couple of episodes ago, number 68, who I highly recommend you listen to. I just love her. She's a mama and a woman and a healer and just an incredible light being. And one of her takeaways from our episode together was in the spiritual world or the wellness world, you know, light is such a topic and I agree with it, but it also can be, um, it can almost kind of become this cliche and it can easily lead to spiritual bypassing of just circling you in light or feeling the light or being the light. But what she explained on a deeper level is the light is everything. So anger, rage, all of it, jealousy is all part of the light. So everything is part of the light. So learning to cultivate a spiritual practice where you can be comfortable to hold all that is within you and be able to express it and feel it and own it is where the light healing really comes into play. So anyway, if this resonates with you, go check out her episode. This is the first thing I read this morning. So thank you, Brooke, for lighting my way today so I could wake up and be strong as I make our moves back west. She writes, The angels answered my question about this new moon in Leo by showing me an image of the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz. They said he was looking for his heart. I said, don't you mean courage? He was looking for courage. Angels. That's what we said. He was looking for his heart. August, and under this new moon especially, courage is a theme that's been coming up for so many. Having the heart to love and forgive, having a brave heart to face our childhood trauma and shadow, having a courageous heart to truly shine our light and share our gifts with the world. We are all on a journey to heal and reveal our heart's true power and bravery. You are brave. Say it with me. I am brave. You are brave enough to love and own your creative power. You are brave enough to open your heart and forgive everyone that's wronged you. And you are brave enough to surrender and turn your heart towards the uncertainty, to face your heart towards the unknown, to claim your heart as compass and ally for your life's new direction. I'm sending love to you under this new moon. May you have the heart and the courage of a lion. And I just love that so much. So I hope that gives some ease to your day. And it is for new beginnings. From what I've heard from different astrologers that I work with, it's going to be an intense portal of time for the next six months. For sure, super intense. It's going to continue to be heightened even more coming up to the elections. And, you know, the veils are lifting in all the ways. And I just, I posted some stories this morning, which, you know, it's so difficult talking about anything right now because we're all triggered in so many ways. And there's so many levels to our understanding and we're all at different levels in understanding what's going on or seeing and we all have different lives and we all have different souls journeys and contracts in this lifetime so it's very difficult on social media to speak to one point without encompassing everything but obviously it's impossible to encompass everything in one you know 30 second story which is triggering for me you know I just want to be able to express myself but social media you know, we all go through that. It's like, how much do you share? How much do you not share? But 
Just suffice it to say that I'm only sharing a tiny bit of what's in my soul and my heart, and I'm trying to be brave and sharing what could be of service to the women in my life that need to hear it. And many of you that are listening and that are here with me. So I'm now sharing the New Moon and Leo download from Srimati via Instagram. And she also is on my podcast. So if this resonates, please go check out her episode where she drops some major wisdom for all of us. Um, it's a beautiful image. She's lying in this new bathtub of hers, naked with her unreal physical human body. She's such an inspiration to me. Happy new moon in Leo, she says. The day is ripe with the opportunity to begin anew. How will you show up on the world stage? What treasures will you share? What is left to be revealed? It's the beginning of a new cycle of transformation, both in the micro and macro worlds. We can't run and we can't hide because wherever you go, there you are. Time to dig deep, go within, leave no stone unturned until you discover who you are. You have taken a body to participate in the expansion and as the comforts of modern life that seek to keep us in our slumbers are becoming obsolete, there is an opening to a vast emptiness waiting for you to dive in. Come on in where the water is warm and the news is delivered on the sounds of silence. What used to work is no longer working. And thank heavens it isn't, as it all was but a clever trick to keep us from ourselves. In the womb of nature, we can feel our way into clarity. The life is a solo journey which when taken with devotion, humility, and courageous heart will lead us back to the one that is breathing all life. Hmm. I just love that. So she always helps me find the positivity, even on the days where I'm feeling darkness. She's been such a healing balm to this, this portal of awakening for me and her meditations. She has a beautiful community online, Water Tiger. And then we have a monthly call and daily meditations, but really looking at that is what is happening, you know, and some of us are way more affected than others physically, spiritually, emotionally. And this time is crumbling. There's so many veils being lifted. There's so many levels to all of this and we're awakened for it and we're awakening and it's so painful. It's so uncomfortable. I want to go hide in the cave. A lot of days I want to. And now as I was sharing earlier, it's all about really bolstering up my courage and allowing for what is to be. Because I know for myself, my suffering truly comes when I'm attached to what I once knew, what I once knew to be normal, what I is in my subconscious as my expectations of life or how my life should be. Um, and I'm not to say that there aren't just horrific things going on. There are. And we need to be angry. We need to be speaking up. We need to be activating change in our own personal lives and in our communities and in our country and in our world. We need to be doing that. So I'm not saying just cower back and hide and lick your wounds for the next six months and then like pray this is over soon and then just keep on going on your jolly way. Like that's not what this time is about. It's actually allowing the structures within your own cells, your own body to die off so that there can be a rebirth. And some days you're going to feel stronger and some days you're going to feel weaker. And it's all about adjusting for that, using your action on the days where you feel the energy and then 
staying silent, being in meditation, cultivating that, that bond between you and spirit on the days where you feel more weak or more isolated or more scared or more alone. And as we go back, for us mothers, as we go back now, some schools have already started. And as we go back, may we call on the courage, that courage of the lion to get us through. And just know that there are going to be challenges. There are going to be days where we're cursing existence and why is this happening to us? But know that there's so much to be grateful for. And this is an awakening. You are being given these lessons for a reason right now. And there's life, right? And every single day we have death and rebirth from everything from our literal cells changing and dying off and replicating and rebuilding new ones to our thought processes, to the way we're working. You know, so many of our careers have been changed through this. So many mothers are now at home with their children. Um, So many fathers are now home working from home. How can you share that workload with the children? You know, the couples are going through so much right now, so much and trying to navigate mental health and then the equalities of who's earning more or who's working more with the kids and really looking at what are you settling for? And are you settling for it just because that's what's familiar? That's what you've known. And I think so many times in relationships, um, we don't give it the space to evolve and change as we change and as our children change. And especially if you have children, they're changing rapidly all the time. And, you know, my, my main mantra that gets me through is course correction at all times. You know, you're going down one path. You think it's going to look this way. Something comes up. You're going to course correct. You're going to veer left. You're going to veer right. It's going to look differently than what you thought it was going to look like. And we are in a deep dive of that right now. So just allowing that to happen, allowing the things to bubble up, because these are the places we need healing. We have been in a place of much inequality when it comes to the male and female gender roles in this country. And this is a ripe opportunity to look at those and look at what matters and for women to really get to know your own heart and what your needs are and how you can learn to ask for what you truly need and for men to do the same as well. You know, our patriarchal system has failed everyone. It's not just men against women. Um, we need to allow for our men to feel what they need to feel as well and open up joint communication across the board, right? Because that's truly what's going to serve us as we are in relationship, as we're in marriages, and all of that trickles down to our children and how we're serving our kids. And, you know, my course correction, I finally bit the bullet last week and made a flight back. I was supposed to head back to LA this coming Saturday. And my oldest daughter just had some real big feelings come out the other night and had a really good cry. And we had a very deep talk for about an hour or more. And I changed our flights immediately. And it just shifted the energy. She needs to get home. She needs to see her daddy. She needs to be home. And I honor that. And I hear her. And Was I ready to go? No, but I'm her mom and I am honoring her soul and what she needs. She needs to go back to some normalcy. We've been on this great vacation, this limbo land, and now it's time for it to come to its completion. 
And with all things, there's always some sadness with endings for me and change. And I'm going to go back to L.A. And in some ways, everything is going to feel a little bit different. And it's going to be interesting to see how that all lands for me when I get back. But you know me, I'll be sharing it. Sending love out to all of you. Write down your intentions for this new moon. See the life you want to be living and leading. See the world that you want for all of us to be living in. For your children, your grandchildren, your great, 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 great grandchildren. May we create this focal point of beauty and equality and human rights, medical rights, sovereignty rights for our own bodies and the bodies of everyone else to be living their lives in freedom and love, choosing love over fear each and every day. Sending love out to all of you. Jay Ma.